Hey there, and thanks for listening in to another episode of the Creative Queso Podcast with me, Jennifer Perkins. Every Thursday, I have a new episode for y'all, you crafty entrepreneurs, you side hustlers, you creative content creators. Remember, we can be friends all week long over on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, also at creativequeso.com. Most of us are solopreneurs, but what if you tag-teamed your business? What is it like to have a crafty companion on all of your DIY endeavors? Today, we are going to find out. Love is in the air with this Valentine's Day edition of the Creative Queso podcast. How many of you have a partner in your creative business? Learning to delegate responsibilities and sorting out each other's strong points can be tricky, but in order to make it work, it's imperative. Today's guests are Andrew and Dennis, a.k.a. the Crafty Lumberjacks. These guys seem to be navigating the waters of working together perfectly. This crafty couple has their own website full of DIY inspiration. If you love holiday crafts half as much as I do, then you need to follow them like yesterday. They also have their own HGTV handmade segment on YouTube full of fun crafts. They've been guests on shows like Rachel Ray, Live with Kelly and Ryan, The Chew, and more. These guys are adorable rock stars who love Kitchmas and know their way around a craft cabinet. They dabble in everything from punch needle to alcohol inks. I can't wait for you to listen to us chat about how sometimes all you need is an iPhone to make amazing DIY videos, life with a crafty partner, and vegan queso. Yum! Let's dip our chip into this episode of the Creative Queso Podcast with the Crafty Lumberjacks, shall we? All right, Andrew and Dennis, I am so excited to finally be talking with y'all. I feel like I feel like we've known each other online for I, for like for years. years. Yes, years. and right? we're so excited too because you are one of our inspirations. Oh my gosh! So we're Huge. just so excited. Aww. This is a big deal for us. Thank you for having us. Oh my gosh, you're so welcome. I'm excited you're here. I feel like we're kind of like separated at Halloween birth. Oh yeah, <laughs> so true. I keep saying that about like all my guests, like we're so similar. Like, what does that say about me? Is there, is that some Freudian thing that I'm like booking all these guests for the podcast that I'm like, I feel like we're just alike. That's why I like you. Yes. <laughs> maybe I need, maybe I need to go to therapy afterwards. Oh my God. <laughs> That's what we love about podcasts. I feel like they almost turn into therapy. Even if you're just listening to them, they're just, you know, you relate to them on a level where after you just feel this release, you're like, oh, wow. That felt like therapy. Yes. It's true. I just got back from a walk and I was listening to the By the Book podcast. Have you guys ever heard that? No. No. Well, they like, they they like listen to self-help books and then they kind of like live by it for like two weeks and then they do a podcast episode about it. So it's kind of like, it's like audible cliff notes for self-help books. Oh my gosh. That's perfect. I've never been able to get through a self-help book. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, this is the way to go. They do it for you, which I love. So, okay. So beyond my need of therapy, you know, I gave a little brief intro about your complete awesomeness before we got started talking, but I was hoping that maybe you guys could give me kind of the elevator pitch of the lumberjack, the crafty lumberjacks. So kind of like, what would it be if I looked you up in like the Wikipedia of crafts? What would it say about you guys? (laughs) Oh my Um, gosh. Um, You want to take this one? Sure. Um, (laughs) Well, 
No, you take it. You take it. Really? Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> all right. Well, I guess like a little of our backstory. Uh, we are we were both actors, and we met on the national tour of Fiddler on the Roof, and we were on tour for two years. And the first year, we were friends, and then it started to turn into a showmance, as they call it. Oh, I love and, it. Yes. yes. And, and kind of while we were on tour, we would always kind of be the actors that were known for um, doing special little holiday goodie bags for our yeah. castmates or our crew members or oh. whatever town we were in for the locals. And we'd also host like fun parties in our hotel rooms that were usually around a theme. And uh, all the while, as our relationship was developing and we were having these little goodies, a lot of people in our cast were encouraging us to start a blog. Yeah, start a blog uh, just so like people could keep in touch with us. And uh, we, we would be able to show our creative side, but we kind of found out no one was looking at it from our <laughs> yes. cast. Like after oh. we left, no one had any interest. And that's something we've kind of realized um, that it seems to happen a lot. Like our friends are probably our most like disconnected like fans in a way, mm-hmm. or like I don't right. know, fans is like a weird word. Yeah, but... well, I think everybody just has their own. Stuff yeah, going totally. On. But yeah, but, so so we were expecting to uh, just have this platform for the people we knew, and they kind of. It, it kind of grew into this platform of all these people we didn't know. And it was, it was kind of shocking. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know. We're just uh, two gay guys <laughs> in a one bedroom apartment who spend way too much time crafting and yes. shifting all our craft supplies from one closet to, to the next. next. Yes. You know what? I'm in a full on full blown house and it's pretty much that way around oh here. My gosh. Shifting craft supplies from one place to another. Oh my God. Well, we see it. I don't know how you do it. You transform your space like so monthly. well. Because I only photograph the clean part. You know, like us. Us too, oh, yes. Oh, oh, yeah. We were talking about, about that. I know. It's literally just taking, like, the piles of crap and, like, shifting, shifting. them out for a photo yeah. and then throwing them back in. Yeah, it is. It's like smoke and mirrors. There's, like, piles oh, yeah. of random yes. I know. in yeah. my bedroom. That's our concern. If we ever move out, I just feel like we're going to start accumulating more and more stuff. And it's just going to be the same thing. If we have a one bedroom or a four bedroom house, it's just going to be so much stuff. I I love stuff. I I mean, you know, it's like, I'm all about the Marie Kondo, but when it comes to my craft supplies, it's like, don't talk to me about my holiday decorations and my craft supplies. Like, yeah. And we're in the, we're in the business of stuff. uh, Yeah. But even if we weren't in the business, those are the things that bring us joy. Yeah, for sure. You know, Exactly. No. And that's, you know, and if it brings you joy, that's what's, that's what's most important. So, <laughs> yes. so, so would you guys say that the elevator pitch was the same for you as just like Andrew and Dennis, as it is for the crafty lumberjacks, or would you like give that elevator pitch a little geared more towards like your love of acting than you would crafting? Um, well, I think for, for, for me, Personally, I think for Andrew, too, that uh, acting is our first love. Um, Crafting and creating is up there, but it's not our first love. But it was a passion that we didn't really think we could pursue as a career. Um, So we were kind of focusing on our acting gigs. But um, then we kind of discovered that, hey, people are paying attention. This could be a full-time career. And we kind of put the acting stuff on the side. Yeah. And even when, I mean like when we were growing up and when we were acting, I feel like crafting was always a part of our lives, even when we were, we weren't together. Yeah, for sure. Um, My mom was a a vendor. She used to, you know, make eucalyptus wreaths and stuff and sell them on uh, weekends at craft fairs. Um, And this is when I was growing up. So I'd be your little helper, a little assistant. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, over the years I started making my own like uh, craft things to sell to like, I made like ribbon dancers and like 
bouncing spiders and ghosts for Halloween that I would sell for like $3 and I would like buy candy with it. Um, I love it. The you know, and then, side hustle. Yes, yeah. yes. And then also, you know, kind of growing up in a theater background, we kind of had to do a little bit of everything. So I was doing like costume construction, prop making, set building. Um, so there's always been that creative, crafty maker bug in me. Yeah, I think we just never thought it was a possibility to, uh, you know, uh, I guess run a business with that as the focus. Yeah, for sure. So no, it's yeah. kind of just a shift. It's a, a pivot. As a pivot, say. yes. Like, I know, that's my, like one of my big words for the I, year. I right? know, oh I love it. We just we started listening to that. that one. Yeah, well, and you know, it's like, it's funny because a lot of people I talk to and a lot of people that I've known through the years, it's the exact same way that the trajectory seems very similar. Like they started being crafty and then, you know, then people started being like, you should start a blog, you should start selling this. And then just kind of one thing led to the other. And then, you know, there you are suddenly. For sure. Yeah, I think we're I think we're like brought up to um, plan our lives so early on. Like you have to pick like where you're going to go to school and what you're going to focus on. And there isn't there isn't um, much talk about just letting life take you to like where it takes you and to be open to that change. Yeah. So you know we we were we I moved to the city to be an actor. I didn't expect to kind of uh, like follow another passion. Right. Like, I'm just trying to let go and. Yeah. And I think we always talk about like kind of, or as we're kind of telling people about our journey with the Crafty Lumberjacks, we kind of say like, you know, it's good to just kind of explore all your passions and you never know which one's going to kind of take off and you just run with it, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, like I, I've said before, like I have a degree in psychology. I never, right. for a hot, I never for a hot second thought I'd be, you know, sitting in my closet interviewing creatives. <laughs> right, like right, yes. that was not my plan. <laughs> for but sure. But here I am sitting in a pile of caftans and moo's talking to you guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the universe is funny that way. Right. Um, well, you know, you guys said it's funny. I was thinking about this and you said you didn't really read a bunch of uh, self-help books, but are you guys familiar with Jen Sincero and her like You're a Badass series? Nope. No. We're, ri- we're writing can... everything you're saying. I'm just... Uh, you got to listen to it. It's a total like fist pumper, like book series. Like, I mean, they're like on the end caps at target, but yes. she has like, you are a badass. And then she has this one about you are a badass at making money. And she tells this whole scenario about sometimes people think like for you guys, like you have this one specific goal. Like you were only looking for say acting opportunities. Right. And mm-hmm. in the story she tells, she was looking for a can of tuna fish that usually had a blue wrapper and she couldn't <laughs> see it because it was sitting in front of her and she'd accidentally bought a brand that had a red wrapper. You know, so I feel like for you guys, like you thought like, we're going to be actors and maybe we'll just do this crafting thing. But then it's kind of become full circle. And now you're the hosts of your own, you know, segments on the HGTV handmade video. So in a way, you're still like acting slash hosting. It's just in a different package than you originally envisioned it in. Absolutely. For sure. Does that make sense or is that too weird? Yeah, no, that's spot on. And I know, and I think we think about that a lot because we kind of think we've done like live TV and stuff like that. And we kind of go back to our our acting background and we're just like, God, thank God we have that because we would be so freaked out. You know, we would not know how to handle ourselves. Yeah, and I mean, we still get freaked out. But <laughs> yes, of course, yes. But it definitely helps. Yeah, I, I think, I look, I'm sure we're going to look back and be like, that's, this was like, it, these were the steps that were, that we took to get there. Right. 
Mm-hmm. No, I think that I was just telling my husband, like I used to do UIL is what it was called here. And when I was a kid, I can't even think of what that stands for. But basically, like you stood around in front of people when you were in elementary school and read like Shel Silverstein poems uh-huh. with, lots, with lots of emotion. You know what oh I mean? Which, which basically, in hindsight, is like training for public speaking and hosting yeah. and vocal inflections. And so it's kind of like you guys with your acting backgrounds. I think of that like I never... I never would have thought as a child that was going to benefit me in the way it has now doing, you know, like you guys were saying, live television or whatever, but it's just funny how that world works. I know. It's crazy. There's something just so scary about having to read in front of people. I know. I feel like I get more nervous, (laughs) like even doing like a meet and greet, like in a circle and being like, hi, I'm Dennis. I like freak out. I know. Yeah. Smaller groups. (laughs) I know. Smaller groups can be harder. You, you know, I like, like you guys, I've hosted TV, I've done live things, but I'm telling you one time I had to talk to my kids elementary school oh, no. and like oh, no. a, a thousand little bitty eyes, like under the age of 10 looking at me. Like I was just like frozen, like, oh my, oh my gosh, God. like I'm quitting the PTA. This is so traumatic. <laughs> like, Those judgy little yes, eyes. I know, you. right? Exactly. It's funny how like some situations you're like, whatever, I could totally go on Oprah, but don't make me talk to the kids school (laughs) i know oh my gosh it's weird all right so this episode is actually gonna run on valentine's day i was telling you guys that that's why i kind of love that i know i wanted to have a couple because i wanted to talk to you guys about you know your the ins and outs of working together i mean obviously i've worked in in group situations but not ever with like a loved one or a spouse like my husband and i ran a record label together for a brief moment and then we then we thought better of it we were like oof this could be the death of us so you know some people (laughs) some people are better at that um than others so when you guys were on Fiddler on the Roof how did you guys figure out like was it and you didn't you said it wasn't love at first sight that you were friends first but were you like hey you like hot glue guns I like hot glue guns (laughs) like how did you figure out that you both had this like crafty passion that kind of you know came into the crafty lumberjacks i don't know I don't, we've never really tracked back that far i mean i remember um the first day of rehearsal i like i i, I love at first sight for me with andrew um he had on these awesome sneakers that i love <laughs> oh, I, wish and I, I, still had I know those are so cute and i was like you know that was like my icebreaker like hey i like your shoes man you know this was like <laughs> that's 10 how years ago i know i'm like hey <laughs> but you guys uh, are slick <laughs> Yes. Um, And he was like, oh, thanks. I mean, he was very focused. We had like a busy day that first rehearsal. Um, But the next day, I think we we got lunch together. And this is when we were not vegan. But we had a a Hawaiian slice of pizza. Yes, we both found out that we liked Hawaiian slices of pizza. And um, I feel like that's kind of rare. Not everybody loves a Hawaiian slice of pizza. That's what I order for the record. Yes. Separated at birth. That's what I get. Amazing. I know. The pineapple is so good. Um, So I think that was like the second day we like went and got lunch together however that happened and we were the only two people who got a slice of hawaiian pizza and i was like oh my god you like hawaiian pizza and then i Same guess hawaiian pizza one time. i know i know we should do like a hawaiian pizza count yeah. um but and then i think after that it was just kind of like you know chatting you know talking about common interests you know because um in the theater community, you kind of build a family very quickly mm-hmm. uh, because just you have to build relationships on stage and all of that, and you're working so closely together. So I think just like within the first couple of days, we started chatting about I don't know our lives. Yeah, I don't know. But we, that, that first soon. Halloween, though, we yeah. did like 
I will say, going back to Valentine's Day, one of my first uh, memories of a couple together right. was we made the cast Valentine's. That's right. Um, and I think it was like about like, 60 Valentine's. Yes. Um, yeah. But I think that was like, I think it was that moment where it was really solidified that we both sure. love crafting and that maybe we would continue to craft years later. Happily ever after, you would <laughs> yeah. you would craft craftily ever after. If oh, you yeah, boom. We'll save so, that for our wedding, right? Were you guys like, were you like in an on the road production? I'm like picturing you like, yeah, we, in a like, tour bus, like making sixty Valentines. Exactly, that's what it was. Yeah, I mean, we didn't ever sleep on our bus, but we drove eight hours, ten hours a day. Cool. Uh, slept in hotels. We traveled all over the country. Canada. Also, a bit of Canada. Um, we'd have one-nighters, we'd have some week sit-downs where we'd be in one city for a week. Um, yep, so, like, at the hotel, we would be like, hey, let's let's make oh out hearts, gosh. you know? You know, the hardest thing was finding a craft store where we were. To get, like, paper Where were we? It was somewhere in Texas. I think we took a bus. I think it was, like, 45 minutes to transfer to another bus that was a half hour to oh, get no. to an A.C. Moore or Michael's. Do you remember that? Right, no. Oh, it wasn't Texas. We don't have A.C. Moore, but Michael's oh, okay. is from here. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, yeah. yeah, it must have been a Michael's. But it was, I, I just I remember, remember we would, that. like, travel great lengths to like, find craft stores. <laughs> right. Then. Far and wide. Of, like, yes, the Halloween, like, goodie bags. Oh. But, well... We digress. Yes. <laughs> oh, you're not digressing. Well, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> you answered it. Don't you oh, worry good, your good. pretty little okay. head. You know, it's funny. I was, um, I saw that y'all met on Fiddler on the Roof and at Christmas I had to, there's like this group of like morning speakers around the country called Creative Mornings. I don't know if y'all have ever been to one, but the Austin branch had me speak at um, Christmas about traditions and I've never seen Fiddler on the Roof. And one of my best friends, Vicky, like, all month long when I would bring up I had to give this speech was like traditions like yes, yes. Kept singing some song from there and I was like I don't understand but okay oh, have you watched <laughs> you have to watch I know now I do now that I'm interviewing oh, you guys I swear I'll it put is, it on the it is a classic it's, yeah it's, it's so a good. must it's a must the movie I'll is put beautiful. it on the bucket list you know she was a theater person I wasn't I gotta I gotta get into this so you guys have branded yourself as a package deal, but I'm curious about creative and crafty strengths. Like, Andrew, are you better at video editing? And then maybe Dennis, you're better at painting or coming up with crafty concepts. Do you, you know, guys have a yin to your yangs or how does that work? You know, I think we're still trying to find out like our, our yin and yang, but I do think we definitely uh, have stronger points. Like I, I think I'm, um, I have like a strong sense of, uh, what would you say? Style and yeah, color, like I, I what's kind modern of... and trendy. And Andrew has a great eye for like setting things up and displaying things, making things look pretty. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Dennis is <laughs> Dennis is the leader of the pack. He Yeah, has... I'm the crazy person. And I'm like, we need to be doing stuff. Like, you know, I, I don't want to be sitting in my apartment all the time. Like you should be, you know. Yeah, he, I'm the hustler. Yeah, he's the hustler. He he is the organizer, the planner. Yes, <laughs> all the all the jobs that. Yeah, are but tedious. I think like uh, creating wise, I think we both kind of come up with our ideas. Yeah. Um, I think we work really well together when we do, and we work really, <laughs> uh, hard. Like what we we challenge each other, which is good. And I, I yeah, yeah, keeps you on I, your toes. For sure. It does. Yeah. I think, I do think we're really both good at, um, uh, 
our brainstorming process and we play a lot mm-hmm. off of each other and it's gotten to a point i think when we started off it was a little it was a little trickier at first we didn't want to step on each other's toes or if someone had an idea we wouldn't want to squash it but i think we've gotten to a point where we can be 100% honest with each other and we yes. neither of us will take it personally which i think is perfect so right. if i'm interested in something and dennis is not we will either he'll be like, why don't you focus on it, or we'll put it to rest and we'll come back to it. Right, or we usually mm-hmm. yeah, we usually like springboard off each other. Like yeah. Andrew might have an idea, and I'm like, okay, let's like fully round it out. What do you see for this? How what material would we use to make that? You know, we kind of just kind of uh, ask each other questions a lot of times mm-hmm. to kind of get to wherever yeah. we're, we're looking to get to. No, that's but good. I mean, it's yeah, it's been a. I mean, I think it has been a learning experience to get to where we are today, and I'm sure hopefully we will just keep growing in that process of working with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think in any situation when you have a partner, whether you know whether it's like a romantic partner or it's a working partner, or in your case, it's both, you just kind of find that that happy place of like you know where the synergy and the brainstorming and everything is kind of clicking and and yeah. working. Well, that's cool. I didn't know if you guys like had like official like all right, twelve to one today. We're talking crafty no. jack stuff, or if it was like over your Cheerios, you're like, hey, let's get out the alcohol ink and make a tray for our <laughs> yes. Palo Santo sticks. Right. Um, yes. You know, we would. One of our goals for 2019 is to get to a point where we have a more structured day. I think uh, something that's hard for us is like, a working at home. I struggle at working at home because. I feel like I'm lazy as it is. And then it's just harder to light a fire under my butt. Yeah. We also, we don't have great lighting here either. So it's always dark, which makes us tired. Yeah. I mean, we've Mm. been in our same space for, you know, we were very limited in our space. So it's hard to kind of. For eight years. Yeah. But so one of our goals is to have a schedule, but we keep finding that we'll start a schedule, but then we'll pull an all nighter to work on a project. And then it'll kind of, uh screw up our schedule for the next day or it's right so but then also we try to settle with um kind of uh what a what a uh an amazing thing that we're able to create our own schedule and kind of work when we want to and also not work when we don't have Mm -hmm. to you know which is so we're trying to also embrace that side as well to be like what a gift this is like we don't have to like do that you know like we can just work whenever you know yeah yeah you kind of have to in this industry and being freelance, I mean, I've kind of lived that lifestyle for 20 years. You have to be able to, like, embrace the chaos a little bit. Like, it's hard to have a schedule like that because you just, you never know. You never know if, like, you know what, on Tuesday we're going to do this. And then, I don't know, for you guys, like, Rachel Ray calls and is like, hey, can you come down? And then everything gets out of whack. Like, sometimes for sure, you have to leave things open-ended for yeah, just, just the nature of what we do, honestly. Absolutely. Yes. yes. So, um, I want to ask you guys some questions about YouTube and lighting and all that stuff. But first I wanted to keep on the topic of being, being a couple. So you, you know, I see that you guys work together, you come up with ideas, but do you guys, do you have any kind of set things? Like as far as like delegating responsibilities, like one of you's in charge of editing. One of you guys is in charge of posting on Instagram. Another, you know, does emails. Do you guys have it set up structured like that at all or? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we've never given each other like titles, but Andrew does a lot of the staging and photographing and the editing of the photos. And mm-hmm. Dennis does a lot of uh, the editing of our videos. Uh-huh. Um, the, like Facebook scheduling, um, the blog posts, mm-hmm. um, the emails. Um, and then we both 
we both, uh, I think we both equally do the creating together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that works out good. I mean, yeah. sometimes, sometimes you got to have it black and white, and sometimes it just works out that it's like, hey, will you do this? Sounds like you guys <laughs> right, are, for it, sure. it sounds like you guys are both well-versed at all of the things. You know, I think we're both, we're both just trying to learn from other people and learn from each other as we go along. Yeah. No, and that's, that's an important thing to do. I was just reading a quote today that was something along the lines of, you know, collaborate with people you can learn something from. So yes, that's I always, that. yeah, no, it was, a, it's a good quote. I think it was Pharrell. Oh, I know. Look at me. I'm sounding so smart, like quoting all these books and people. I'm usually not on my game that much. Who knows? What's <laughs> I know. I'm writing all these down. I have a I list. I know. Andrew has a full list already. <laughs> you can also check my handy dandy show notes on iTunes when this goes oh, live, and I'll put it all yes. there. I'm going to write cool. that on my list. <laughs> right? You, I'm the same way. I'm like always writing lists. I got a pen in my top knot right oh my, now. Like, oh my you gosh. Are, we you have are like, yeah, we have like lists galore with post-it notes and oh, like too. four notebooks, a planner, like it's everywhere. I know. I, you know, it's funny because I find that a lot of times, like I used to always say there's people that are crafters and there are people that are bakers. And it's like, I am definitely the crafter person and it that goes back to being scheduled and being super organized and it's like i'm that person that's like well let's just glue this to get this and then we could put a pom-pom on it and then what about this and then you know with baking it's kind of like you can't be a it's not the same as cooking you can't do that you can't experiment it's a very like regimented like here's the recipe right. and if you go off of it like things are going to go really wrong it's why i could never like knit or sew or uh-huh. make a quilt yes. because and I like to blame that for why I have sticky notes everywhere and why I can't be <laughs> super organized. I just want to say, I really think that um, shines through your art. Something I we both love about you is that it really just feels so organic. And sometimes I think we get into our heads, especially me. I'm a very indecisive person where I will sit in front of a craft and look at it. And the great thing about Dennis is he'll be like, just just like pick something just like, <laughs> right like, if it's wrong yes. it's fine but right yes wrong and strong wrong and strong wrong is, yes. i love it yeah but just something with you i just feel like it's so organic and you just you do what you feel and, and I, it I always looks incredible yeah i love that thanks guys you're gonna make me get like misty uh, and you know it's it's hard to do that and i know you guys understand this too working for i had a conversation with kathy Maria from the crafty chica not yes, long ago yes. yeah she's awesome yeah she's gonna be on soon and uh, she and i were talking about finding that middle ground of making something that say like the hgtv handmade community would like versus like what you would really like you know like sometimes like when you're working for another like company or using someone else's product for them it's hard to to not like put your own super duper spin on it like for me my stuff can just like go way left of center and get weird real quick so i'm like (laughs) reel reel it in jennifer reel it in i know yes (laughs) yeah and i I think that's a struggle even for when we're doing our own content some Mm -hmm. sometimes we have to check ourselves and be like don't don't try to fulfill what other people want right because it's not it's not what we want it's not really what they're gonna want it's not Mm -hmm. it's not honest yeah yeah, you so just have I, to be confident with what, and I think you guys do a great job of this too. You have to be confident of like, what would I want to put in my house? Like, what am I yes. going to enjoy? What am yeah. I going to want to make? And if it looks like something that like, I wouldn't really legitimately put in my house and I don't really want to make it, you know? And I think yes, you guys do a great job sure. of the same thing. Yeah, I think that's important too. It's you have uh, an audience of people who, you know, they trust what you're, you're doing making. is what, yeah, you yeah. want to be making. So of course, I mm-hmm. think that's a, great thing to think about the crafty struggle is real 
Hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> Woe is us. I know. God, God bless us. Bless our hearts. All right. So speaking of HGTV and all that, so you guys are part of the handmade, the HGTV handmade YouTube community. So how did you get hooked up there? You Do you know people at HGTV? Are you friends with Meg? I guess I always associate Meg with that, but I don't know if she started that whole project or... I don't know. I'm not sure of the origin. Yeah, I don't think she started it, but I, I always she think was, of her too. She I was, know she was definitely a pioneer. She was uh, like one of the first hosts. Right? Yes. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I remember her from Threadbanger days. Wow. Ah, uh, yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we just kind of fell into it, and actually, we got recognized on Instagram um, from Marianne, who uh, reached out and was like, "Hey, I like these guys a lot." We kind of did a, a trial. Um, Hands yeah, pans. just like a hands and pan social for like the holidays for Halloween and Christmas. And they were like, mm-hmm. oh, you guys seem pretty cool. Would you want to like jump on the the YouTube channel? And we were like, yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> I mean, that was. Yeah. You're you like, know, so that, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I, I mean, at that time, we didn't even know what we were saying yes to. We were just like, yeah, of course, we'll do this. We like, you know, we're going to be decorating anyway, you know, right. we're making stuff. So mm-hmm. this is great. Yeah, it, it was um, perfect timing because we were both uh, doing Anything Goes in Rhode Island and we got the email and we were basically, oh my gosh, it was like the right. last few weeks we were there and we were kind of dreading coming back because, I mean, it was actually recently where Dennis and I just stopped our other side hustles. So right. when we were acting, we would have a ton of side hustles and then we got, we were lucky enough to land HGTV and we still we're pursuing all these side hustles and yeah, thankfully now we've just gotten to a point where we can focus everything on crafty lumberjacks and pay our rent. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Isn't it nice when that happens? It's so great. Well, it's also sad, but so great. But, um, (laughs) but I think that's, what's amazing about Instagram is like, it has this huge reach, like, um, you know, and that's kind of how we got our gig with the the chew. It was because Clinton Kelly noticed our pictures on Instagram, then kind of was more interested as us as a couple and who we were as people. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what led to our chew um, experience. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Instagram. Just, just through it, Instagram. It's crazy. Yeah. No, it's a crazy like powerhouse of a tool, like more than, you know, I mean, I'm old enough to know Friendster, but just I yes. haven't seen, you know, I haven't seen a social network do for small businesses or influencers like what instagram's done it's nuts right it's incredible which reminds me i need to up my hashtag game like oh my gosh we're awful with that i know i know that's that's another goal this year too is just trying to elevate everything we've done elevate and evolve yes elevate and evolve (laughs) because i do think uh with instagram we have kind of like i've been realizing that you know we're kind of doing the same things we've always been doing and it's it's tricky it's how do you how do you market yourself a little differently? How do you push yourself to evolve, to right. pivot? You know? And also mm-hmm. this is, again, this isn't something that we were seeking out. So we, you know, acting, it's like very specific stepping stones. You go to school, you get a non-union gig, you work regional theater, you get your equity card, you, you join a union. Uh-huh. Yeah, like there's, you get an agent. You know, there's very specific um, stepping stones in like the acting world um, where this, this is something we didn't seek out. So we're still kind of figuring everything out as we go. Um, and also because Instagram and all these other social media platforms are always evolving and changing, we kind of, we're like, are hashtags still a thing? You know, we're still trying to like keep up and, uh, evolve as, you know, time goes by. I mean, you know this, Jen, it's, it's just, it's a lot to juggle. No, absolutely. Like, I mean, and a lot of times it's like, I just want to sit around and glue stuff to stuff. 
right right and not have to take a picture and not yeah for you know what i mean like how many times have you been doing like a project for the blog and you're like the flow is going and you're like five steps in and you're like damn it i should have taken a step out (laughs) picture 10 minutes ago but i don't want to stop and then you're just like i'm gonna have to do this again just to take the step out picture yes this literally just happened to us yesterday (laughs) literally (laughs) i know and it's still like and we're always like we'll remember this for next time and then we never do i know because you don't want to stop if you love crafting you're like yeah you're like i'm in my zone oh my gosh like i don't want to stop like look how cute this is and you're just yes I know, I know. Tell me, I'm telling you, I've, I live it too. Yes. Okay, so speaking of videos and all that kind of stuff, that is, I mean, I've definitely like done videos, but other people have filmed them for me and I've done, you know, television shows, but that had other people doing them for me. So I'm curious, like, what kind of, if you could talk about real quick, like what kind of equipment you guys use to do your videos and then what say someone like me who's just barely dipping their toe in or somebody who wants to get started on YouTube, like what are like a handful of basic things they could have to make some great videos? Um, oh gosh. Okay. Well, I would say, I think it all comes down to lighting. I, yeah, I would mm-hmm. definitely say lighting is key. Uh, again, we don't have a lot of lighting in our apartment. We're on a, we're on the first floor of our building and, and we're like indented. In yeah. Here. We're kind of, yeah. So we, barely get any light but i would say if you have um natural light use it i think that's like the best quality and a couple years ago i made the decision to uh buy a canon camera like a dslr i think it's called and Mm -hmm. i had all these high hopes of you know i'm gonna get this camera i'm gonna learn how to do it i'm gonna you know push through and we're gonna like do all these things and i bought the camera and i probably know how to use like 30% of it, (laughs) if that. Oh, I feel you. You know, I mean, so we try to get by on that. And recently, it's just been so much work to to create these videos with that camera. And recently, we just kind of put it away. And we're like, let's go back to using our phone. Let's just try it and see. And, you know, honestly, the quality isn't that much different. I think if you don't know how to use a camera like I don't, the, the quality really isn't so dramatic where I would say, go get a camera, like mm-hmm. have really good lighting. And, uh, yeah, I and think use a phone if you're starting off and see and with if, a tripod, yeah, like a little phone a, tripod. Yeah. Phone Which tripod. I think Jen, you were kind of doing with, um, some of your lives, right. At one point, or you had like a little tripod thing and you kind of bring it down. Uh, you no, using- that's all I did is I just used, um, my iPhone and, a tripod. I guess in my mind, I thought everything y'all were doing was DSLR. I too have the exact same thing. I have a Canon and I have a Nikon with visions of using them. And I mean, I do sometimes, but honestly, I'm the same as you. I filmed some videos with them and I was like, you know what? My iPhone does every bit as well. And 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 it's easier. Yeah. And I think your live videos look great. Like they always look great. And And I, I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, I think it's, it's tricky when you're, um, self-employed you really do have to figure out like what is best spent time-wise so we were spending all this time with all these like grand ideas of how we were going to shoot these videos and we kind of just realized let's just shoot the videos (laughs) let's make it easier and just focus on shooting the videos and put out uh the content we're looking for and not focus on making it the best and it's tricky though because it, it we do want to want to make it the best yeah of course but at the same time it's like well 
let's do what's in reach right now. And yeah. And I also think again, with like social media constantly evolving and figuring out what's right. Now there's like the huge trend that like stories are more popular than what's happening like in your right. feed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's this very um, organic uh, a thing if you're using a phone to because it's like, it's almost like you're recording a story. So I think yeah. like phones kind of lend themselves now to kind of where the the shift is going, I think. Yes. And we someone was just telling us that um, we're like hands in pans, uh, you know, where you just see like the hands and the, like the craft tasty video or, or yeah. Crafty, yeah. We're like such a huge thing, but now there's a shift to people wanting to see people. You know, they want to see. Yeah. They just want or I mean, see, I mean, we think that. I don't, I don't know. know real, that's but, yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, it's people just want to, I think sometimes just like the, the more spontaneous videos do better because it just seems like more, more of a natural. real person. Yeah. You know, what no, about, I, um, I did, Jen, do you watch Broad City? No, I don't have cable. I know I'm like the only person oh, in America. Okay. Like, I need to. I know it's good. Yeah, Why it's do they? So good. Do they talk they, about like video stuff? No, no. They just it's a it's a sitcom on Comedy Central. Um, uh-huh. and the, their whole first episode was basically it's a half hour long episode, and it was filmed through um an, an iPhone. It was basically like an uh, Instagram story. Yeah, the whole oh. episode was an Instagram story, like little bits of like you know, 20 second clips, 15 second clips, the whole episode. And I was like, I think that's where the future of video is, or <laughs> that might be where it's going, or that's what's happening. Is that our attention span? <laughs> yeah, right, yes, I know. exactly. It just what's keeps getting saying? shorter and shorter, right? Oh, well, um, no, I should look, you know, I don't know if y'all know, probably not, like Rachel Hollis, she's kind of a, I don't know, a mom self-help guru person. I'm, I don't know her that well either, but I know she does like every single morning, like an 8 a.m., uh, like live on Instagram, like sometimes with her husband where they just sit and, you know, talk kind of self-helpy mompreneur, like you got this type stuff. But I mean, like gazillions of people are tuning in, like, you know, like it's her like talk show kind of thing, you know? So I feel like I I do, I kind of feel like there's this gravitation towards that where people want like to put a face to the you know, to the other thing, project. but I know, yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Like last year or two years ago, it did seem like it was all about the like fast hands and a catchy song and like yeah. good lighting. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think something, uh, it's kind of going back to uh, talking in small groups. It's, we still get nervous to put our faces on, oh my gosh, on Instagram yeah. or just like talk into a story. It's for some reason, it's still like very uncomfortable. And that is another goal for us. It's to be, you know, we try to be as natural as we can and but you know there's always like this like inner saboteur being like yeah. you oh, look yeah. awful right now yeah, you, you look horrible. horrible look at those bags you know? under your eyes yeah. i know there's always and there's always that imposter syndrome i mean you know i don't care how many self-help books you read or podcasts you listen to you're always like they know i'm a fake and i can't really do <laughs> right this. yes yes you know like i look yes. horrible and the worst too is like when you're doing like a facebook live and you can see yourself the whole time oh you know my what God. i mean oh like that's how it is when you do facebook have y'all done a bunch of like live things no, we, we've, done we've handful, done a handful but it's really not not good for us <laughs> well <laughs> But but actually, you anytime we we're watching you, we're like she's so good, and she's just like talking through her process. Oh she's l- l- like it's so easy for you. Oh, um, and we're always like we we need to be more like Jen. Well, I mean, I also have done like 120 episodes of like a TV show, so I had I had right. lots of practice with a teleprompter. Are, are but, those all on YouTube? 
No, I don't know where those are. I mean, I think they're like recorded onto a DVD somewhere in my husband's office. But That's so yeah, cool. I they, see went, them. they no. went they went the way of the dodo. But yeah, those live videos, <laughs> like not only can you see yourself, but you can literally see what people are commenting the entire right, time. Right. So you're trying to act natural. And then, you know, like, let's say you get some troll on there, like <laughs> that's saying like horrible things like that craft is so ugly. And then you would think oh, yeah, people yeah, had yeah. never seen a person with tattoos before. So like, you know, there's that whole factor too, with the live thing to where you're like, try to smile and be nice. And then someone's sitting in there, like, you know, saying all this oh, mean stuff and you're just yeah. like, oh, what are they I'm- wearing? Yeah, oh my gosh, all the time. And I'm just like, quit like, being so hateful. You're, you're like, get a life. I know, <laughs> like, what, right? are you, what are you doing? I have I to know. say, I have, I have such tattoo envy from you. I just Aww. feel like, I, just, I love your tattoos. Thanks. Uh, I love them too. I know. I kind of started. <laughs> I kind of started late in life, and now I'm like going nuts with them. I'm just like, well, I guess I'm not going to grow out yeah, of it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. At this point, I'm not growing out of anything. So. Might as well do it. All right. So back to videos. Do you guys, here's another hot burning question from me. Um, Like for me, you know, I did the live. So it was like, I couldn't like do it ahead. Do you guys like batch process your videos or do you do each one individually? And I'm not sure of your schedule. Like how many do you, does HGTV handmade do them as like a season or is it a weekly thing? Like, yeah, when we film, like? when we film with um for the HGTV handmade stuff, we do it in batches. We do uh they do uh their schedule with us quarterly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll film uh about six to nine videos at once, like in the course of two days. Oh, yes. Okay, which That's is nice. uh yeah, it's yeah. nice. It's also a lot, and because um because we're you know preparing stuff to sw- swap out. You know, just in case we have something to dry or, you know. They yeah, I would say that's, it. like, the trickiest part. So we uh, will have, like, a producer come and a cameraman come. And then they'll they'll want to kind of, like, do all the crafts in two days. So, yeah, if something does need to be swapped out, we kind of have to have yeah, multiples. multiples. Yeah, so it gets a little crazy. But now we've been filming in our apartment, which is, is a little easier. Yeah, but it, it is it's kind of fun just to kind of, like, prep everything. And mm-hmm. see, yeah, and then like, get it all done. But then our like our other stuff, our own content, we kind of do it um, like weekly almost. Um, and then it, now now we're trying to kind of uh, do everything um, in sorry, bulk. Yeah, in bulk. Yeah. So it's like okay, we're gonna do this project for YouTube, for IGTV, and for a blog post. So we try to like focus one day on one project and kind mm-hmm. of do everything at once yes. and then just have it be done. So we'll either have like one phone doing like uh, a top down for like a craft and then one person kind of trying to Yeah, like take coming in front of the table, or, taking pictures or whatever. And that's know. something we literally after, I don't know how many years, just like figured out like, oh, that might be the best way yeah, to uh-huh. do it. <laughs> yeah, just to do it all in at once you know yes yeah i mean it's still there's always like a learning curve i know that's one of my like big goals for this year is to repurpose more content that way do you know what i mean Uh like yeah for sure once you've made that one thing like well how many different like angles on a picture can there be that i can share on the different social media sites yes Yes, i know how many i've taken so many pictures where i'll take a dentist will know i'll take like 200 pictures and then at the end i'll be like i shot one angle 
for 200 pictures. <laughs> like, what was I doing? And then we I don't was, even use those. And then we, yeah. yeah, and then he has to redo the whole Dennis, thing. Every time I start to take pictures, Dennis will just remind me that we probably won't be using yes, any of the I'm pictures like, I'm oh, taking. Oh, God, here we go. Here we go. He's doing a photo shoot. <laughs> no, I'm always like, okay, and then get it from here, and then get it from there, and then get up on this That's ladder, smart. and then just do this. Yes. And- yeah. Um, get all those pictures. All right. Well, okay. Well, then I, now I feel more confident because I keep thinking I'm going to do a, like a creative queso video series, but then I, I keep not taking my own advice, which is just do it. And I keep telling myself like, well, first you better learn how to use this camera. And first you better learn, mm-hmm. you better get these microphones. You know how you like yeah. get caught, yeah, sure. you get caught up in your head about that stuff, but I've got an iPhone. I can do this. Yes. Yes. We heard you saying that about, about starting your podcast. And that's, that's another thing. It's like, just do it. You're like, sometimes we'll spend more time thinking about something than just doing it. We're like, we could have had the whole thing done or. Yeah. Yeah. It's. You just, I mean, I don't know. I'm a Libra. I overthink everything. Oh, I'm Andrew's a Libra. I knew you oh were. My God. When oh. you said that earlier about like weighing your options, I was like, he's totally a Libra. I feel it. He's, I feel the connection. Uh, yes, <laughs> I do that too. We, you could just sit there and go like, do I want pink pom-pom French or do I want blue pom-pom oh French? Gosh. Like, I just don't know. Oh my I gosh. Know. And that's, that's where I, I'm good at coming in because I'm like, Andrew, no matter what you put out, it will be good. <laughs> like, tr- you know, like I'm like, trust yourself. Like, trust, you can pick this blue paint or this blue paint. It will still be, be amazing. <laughs> yes, it will still be blue. Literally. Okay, but, Dennis. I'm gonna, you, Dennis. You're gonna be my touchstone. I'm just gonna start yes. like calling you. Be like, just tell me to just do it. Just oh, I'm like, you got this. On. You got this. Like, let's get it done. Yeah, Dennis is a tourist, so I'm a tourist. I'm, oh my I, gosh, yes. yes. And you're just there, like calling the shots, like making it oh, happen. Yeah. Yes, gosh. I'm trying to, trying to. I, I need. Was, I'm, yeah, I was. We, I was just gonna say uh, one of the things we started this year was uh, meditating, oh. and we. And one of like the, it's like a guided meditation. Uh, it's like an app on the phone. But one of the quotes, which I, I really like, do you remember what it was? It was yes, um, like indecision is worse than a wrong decision. Ooh, or, like or no decision. Yeah, or, Indecision is worse. Or, I'm trying to look for it on my phone. I wrote I know, it down, wrote it but down. of course. It's something like that. <laughs> but it, that's so true. It's like, I will, you know, spending more time on this stupid decision instead of just, picking a decision if it's wrong move on you know or... yeah and that's kind of one thing we we used to be huge fans of mad men and mm-hmm. don draper was in the advertising industry and he would say like his process on the show was that he would think about something for a really long time and then stop thinking about it and then for whatever reason you know two days later or something something will just come to him so mm-hmm. andrew gets caught up a lot about just kind of like in his head, in his head, I'm like, you've already thought about this for two days, let it go. And then sure enough, like a day later or something, Andrew will be like, what about this? And I'm like, yes, yes. Yeah. And then it'll just you know, pop it's just in. Kind of, yeah, it's just like, just let it go. You've thought about it forever. No, I it's mean, in I your head, you, you want know. to be putting out like the perfect product, but of course, you know, it's sometimes it's better to just put something out that's you. And if it's not perfect, that's okay. Because sometimes, I mean, you could spend your whole time trying to make the perfect product and never put anything out. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. in, the, and in the time you're sitting around waiting about it, somebody else will do it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then uh-huh. you'll just be like, damn it. I should have right, gotten right. off my butt and just done it. <laughs> yes. Like I thought of that last uh-huh. year. And then I've been like laying in bed at night, worrying about like how best to do it. I know I'm trying to meditate too. like add that to the never ending 
I know. Oh my God. The never ending list. The time. We were talking about like, we, we've had a guitar in our apartment for years and we still have yeah. not learned how to play. And then we were like going to sell it, you know, because we've been Marie condoing oh, our, our I place. Know. You Me know. too. Yeah. And we're like, should we sell it? And we're like, no, we still want to learn how to play. Oh, so now we, yeah, I know. But that's like on the list of things you want to do. Learn sign language. Learn how to play the guitar. Can, you know, like I, I all of these you. things. I yeah, just signed so. up for like a twerk out, like sexy hip hop class. I mean, you yes. know, we've all got our like little oh things gosh. that are oh on God. the list. Yeah. One day that's I'm going to be a fly girl. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen for us. You guys will be like amazing guitarists, and I'll be an amazing hip hop. Oh my gosh! Oh my yes, gosh. I believe it is that while crafting. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That's our next our next life adventure. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm all for it. I'm loving it. All right. So besides being on the HGTV Handmade Channel, you guys we talked about it a little bit have been guests on some super impressive shows like The Chew and Rachel Ray and Pickler and Ben. So how does how does like live TV compare to video? And like which one do you <laughs> like better? We kind of touched on it a little bit, but oh gosh, I mean, I think live. T- I mean. With our experiences, it's always like a blur almost. Yeah. It's so quick. It's almost like jumping into double dutch in a way, like uh, where there's a show going on and we're just going on for like one quick segment. Right. And it's like, okay, like you, you got to go in there and we're actually going to cut this step. We're not going to do this craft. We're yeah. This is, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot, it's, it's a lot of prep and then it's not what you're going to think it's going to be. Right. And then it's like, did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> did it's we all do a blur. That? And then you have yeah. to rewatch it to go like, please tell me I didn't drop any. Oh my, gosh, oh my gosh. That's like the yeah. worst. We, we get, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think we, like we hate watching ourselves. So it's always like this like cringy thing. Like, yeah. okay, just, yeah, please. Like, and we'll get in our heads about certain <laughs> things we say, you know, we're like, yeah. uh, Oh my God, I said this, blah, blah, blah. What are they going to do? Cause some of them, although they're live, they're pre-recorded sometimes. Mm-hmm. So we'll film something like uh, we did live with Kelly and Ryan, like two weeks before it aired, you know? So like, you know, the whole time leading up to when it aired, we're thinking about all the things we did wrong, right. oh. <laughs> you know, like, so we're like waiting, you know, we're like, Oh my God, I think I said this or blah, blah, blah. Ryan was mad, whatever. You know, scissors. Yeah. Ryan had the wrong scissors. And we're like constantly like, dwelling on this and then we see it we're like oh okay okay we're it was fine, fine. it it's was fine, fine. no I and, then we, and then we never look back then we're like oh god can't watch it again oh my gosh yeah. i know i did but i mean I, I have think... i have to listen to the podcast and it's just like like when you were a little kid and you'd like record your voice and then oh you listen back gosh. and you're like oh my god do i sound like that it's the same thing like <laughs> yeah. with the yeah, podcast that... you're just like right. oh, oh don't make me listen yeah, like, to this i don't think that ever goes away i guess yeah no I don't know. I don't, maybe Oprah can like watch herself all day, oh but gosh. like I'm definitely probably, not yeah. to that point. Uh, yeah, but I think yeah, it's definitely a different feeling and experience. But again, kind of our theater background, like we've done live theater for thousands of people. Like you know, we did over uh, you know how many shows of Fiddler? 189 or something? No, we did like four, like oh, almost four. 500. Oh damn, Dang. Yeah, that was a lot. Uh, <laughs> was that that's, a, that's but, a lot of fiddling people well, that's right. right i guess after two years yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but there is there is i mean i think like when you're into um when you're an actor there is like that adrenaline you get for sure for like going on stage the little and I, I definitely feel that it's like oh god like am i gonna screw this up completely right do i know what i'm doing do, do I, I okay like it's gonna happen we're like just gonna do it human? we're gonna do it and there's there's, I don't know, there's like an exciting part about that. And I, we feel 
so lucky for where we are right now. We know it, who knows like where we will go, but we're just trying to take every, every moment and really be grateful for it. Oh, that's nice. No, I mean, you, you have to, you have to be like thankful for all the fun stuff. And like I said, you guys kind of are doing what you wanted to do. It's just in a different, it's just in a different can of tuna fish than you were. Yeah. yeah. Then you were looking for, you're still acting. I forget that you guys, I think of actor and I think of like TV or movies, but you guys were stage actors, which is like live all the time. Like, right. so do you like, live tv is probably like no hill for a step or you're like whatever been there yeah well i mean it's a little different because we're just you know you know we're not on a script or anything we're just kind of free balling yeah <laughs> you know we're just like <laughs> hey, we're winging it we're fun. going for it you know so yeah. i mean it, it's a you know new in that sense yeah but. i think it's it's a lot easier to have a script to cling on to yes when like you have to like blanket. decide what you're gonna say is kind of nerve-wracking yeah. yeah, or playing off of people, you know, like playing off of a host or, I mean, any yes. kind of interview thing yeah. like that. But you guys, I mean, just from doing the podcast, I can tell. And watching your videos, you guys are awesome, so. I mean, I guess, I'm sure you could kind of relate. Sometimes we're, when we're thinking about, like, doing a video, we're writing out our steps or we're trying to think about them. And we'll, like, get hung up on, like, the easiest steps. We're, like, add oh a gosh. piece of tape and we'll be like, wait, well, should we say, like, cut the piece of tape or like place the tape like and we're like it's it shouldn't be this hard but why can't right. we just like tell simple directions right now yeah <laughs> just put a piece of tape on it and move on or sometimes <laughs> yeah. like if you do enough crafts you're like do i really need to say that like right you, yes. i'll get like no. edits like but you didn't explain how to do this and it's like if these people can't figure this out from looking at this picture then god bless them there is just no hope like if i yes. have to say like and then i put a piece of tape like yeah, we kind we kind of talk about that too. We say like our audience are already people who know how to craft. Like yeah. we don't have to like break it down that you don't have you to know. say like put the glue stick into the glue gun. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully but not. Anyway, I think that what's funny about like our journey in this craft world, kind of everything has been preparing us for the next step, which I think is amazing. And a lot of our meditation is kind of leading us to this, like kind of feeling like. The gears are already turning. Things are already happening. Don't like be stressed about everything. But it's like our theater background, which led to uh, Marianne and Handmade and HGTV. And then like just getting uh, more comfortable and familiar on camera with like HGTV uh -huh. Handmade, which mm -hmm. kind of then led to like the um, the live TV stuff. You know, like it's it's just interesting how like it's all been kind of like lining up and like kind of sure. happening how it's or it's playing out how it's been happening. Yeah. Well, as, as Gabby says, the universe has your back, you know, right. like yes. it's all, it's all got a plan for you. It's just coming into place. Yes. It's so yeah. interesting though, to see it kind of just happening, you know, yeah. or to be able to step back and be like, yes. Oh, if we didn't have handmade before these things, we would be like completely lost, you know? Exactly. Yeah. No, it's, everything's aligned for you guys. I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> it's funny how that it, works out sometime and you're just like, whoa, like that's weird. Yeah. I, I got to step back and think about this for a hot second. Yeah. yeah. I mean, of course we still like have our doubts about like what we're doing with our oh lives. Oh my God, of yeah. course. You know, it's not, it's not just like this, like, like perfect no, not scenario, all, but, but you know, we do try to look at the, yeah, we're trying side. to stay positive. I know. As you meditate on your awesomeness, there's always that like creep. <laughs> there's always that like creep in like you totally screwed that up. Like I know. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> I get it. I know. So besides like you know the HGTV handmade thing, and obviously we've worked together a few times via Treetopia doing some holiday posts. Yeah. Do you guys have any other companies that you work for like on a regular basis or that you're brand ambassadors for? 
Yeah, well, we, we do this stuff with plaid, which I think you do as well, right? Uh, yeah, the, just recently I've kind of come on as a, an official plaid ambassador. Yes, mazel tov. Well, thank you. Um, and then uh, we also have been um, doing uh, craft pop-up events here around the city, around Manhattan and Brooklyn and the outer boroughs, um, which has kind of been like, uh, we've been putting a lot of energy into that as well, just because, um, you know, it's part of the Crafty Lumberjack gig and brand. Mm-hmm. Um so we've been doing these pop-up uh, classes at luxury apartment buildings in New York. Ooh. And that's, yeah, yeah, it's pretty fancy schmancy. And then uh, just this past year, we kind of um, had more opportunities for like sponsored posts on Instagram and um, like on our blog, which has been a blessing too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then I noticed you guys have ads on your blog. Do you use like a specific ad network or like Mediavine um, or AdThrive or... No, we don't Google even know. AdSense? Oh yeah, Google AdSense. Google AdSense. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, right. I'm just kind of. That's a whole nother ball of income wax. All these people that are making money through these like ad networks. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I can't take another thing. I know we're <laughs> we're overwhelmed. We're overwhelmed. I know. We what does SEO mean? Oh my gosh, I know. Uh, it's um, you know, and that's that's tricky for us too. Like for our brand, because we're not really selling anything. Mm-hmm. We don't sell merch or we don't have product. Mm-hmm. So we're, mm-hmm. we're constantly trying to figure out how we can kind of keep the flow coming in and kind mm-hmm. of what the next steps are, you yeah, know, how to grow. And that's I not to keep plugging your podcast, but that's something <laughs> that's like when we found out you were doing a podcast, we we're like, oh, my God, awesome. Perfect. But since you have that business side to it, I think that's so invaluable. Just uh, just because a lot of people don't really understand how we make money or what we do for mm-hmm. a living. Yeah, like our accountant doesn't even know what we do. She yeah, she's understand. like so confused. Like you don't she's have like, product. I don't. She's I don't like, get what it. do you sell? What is your business? And we're like, ourselves. Exactly. Really- yeah, we're like, we don't sell anything. We know? are our we're- own muses. Yes. <laughs> like- when you're working for yourself, it's tricky. You know, like just like you, we didn't go to business school. We didn't. We don't know what, right. what we're doing. Or so, even, yeah, or technology. Mm-hmm. We're like the worst with like figuring stuff oh out. Oh my like, gosh, it took us like 30 minutes to set up to find headphones. a splitter. Yes. <laughs> I know. We're like, what is. No, the first time I did this, I was like, why can't I plug my microphone and my headphones into my computer? Like, what's happening right now? And then I oh was like, gosh. you know, then I had to Google, like, oh, I... it's a thing called a splitter. Yes, right, and right. then I have to look for like a YouTube video to watch someone actually show me what it is. Like, yes, year old man. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you are not alone. But no, I do. I think that's why. Like one of the reasons, a, I want to do the podcast is so I could talk to people like you to go like, oh, you're just using your iPhone. Like your videos look awesome. I can use my iPhone because I want to learn from the people that I'm talking to. But also, I agree that like I have. I've taught so many small business classes through the years and talked to people. You know, and they're all like they just don't understand how you make can make a living in this creative industry, you know? So I think sometimes like interviews with people like you or a little handholding for people to figure it out. Like that's always a good thing. Spread the knowledge. A hundred percent. Yes. And then after the podcast, we're going to have a meeting with you. And so you can, <laughs> you can tell us, guide us on this journey. Right. <laughs> yeah, we like we want to follow in your footsteps. Please. It's like the blind leading the blind. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I'm, oh like gosh. I said, I'm, I'm sitting in a closet right now. Like, don't trust me for anything. <laughs> so, all right. So we're going to wrap up. I got three questions for you. Three more like personal questions. Maybe there's four, okay. but okay. All right. So first I've been asking everybody this, do you have queso there in New York? Is it a thing? 
Yeah, queso is a big thing here I'm, in New York and Long Island. Yeah, okay. I guess. I will say, I'm not originally from New York. I don't think New York has the best Mexican food in general. Oh. I think they're a little lacking in their Mexican food. And I love Mexican food. It will be like my last meal. It's always my <laughs> birthday meal. Um, but I will say, I mean, there is queso. There are Mexican restaurants. But yeah. I don't think, I don't know. No, I mean, like, it, it was a huge thing, like, growing up, people would go really? and get, like, yeah. Chips and queso. But it's not like here in Austin (laughs) where it's like. No, no, not at all. Like you're feeding it to the babies like next to their like bottle of milk. You're like, here's some queso. Like we've got to start you so early. Okay. (laughs) I just never know, you know, because like here it's like, it's like a thing. I know. I would, I would move to Austin just for the food. It's pretty delicious. That's, I think that's secretly why I want to start the video portion because we're going to eat queso and do the interviews. Love that. It's just an excuse to eat cheese. Oh, yeah. I will say we make a really good cashew. Yeah, because we so do. Right. We went vegan about two years ago. Yeah. Um, but we, we're obsessed with the cashew dip. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's a pretty good uh, substitute. Yeah, substitute. Yeah, no, there's plenty of vegan restaurants here if you guys ever come and vegan Mexican food restaurants. So uh, we could do the I, interview um, over vegan queso. We can make it. Yes. You know, Austin is on our list. I've never been and I really want to go. Oh, you guys I've would been. love it. It's awesome here. Yeah, I've been. It was fun. I was there yeah. for a week. That's crafty. It was great. It's arty. Yeah. I like it. A lot yeah. of like a food trucks. I remember like eating just so much food. Yes. It's it's become, it's funny. I was just talking to my husband about that. It's become a very foodie town and like known yeah. for, you know, restaurants like Franklin's Barbecue and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So who knew? I just used yeah. to know it for the bands. Now it's all about the food. All right. (laughs) So if you had to pick a holiday, because I know you guys love your holidays as much as I do. I saw you already had some Valentine's content coming up. So if you had to pick your favorite to decorate for, what would it be? I have a guess, but you tell me. Oh my gosh. Well, I I think this year I came to this discovery that mine was Halloween. (laughs) It was a a journey of self-discovery. Yes. (laughs) Well, just because I've I've always loved Christmas, but I just feel like lately, like just even like, the content that we've been putting out and also just for ourselves. Like I've just been really digging the Halloween stuff. Yes. I, I think it's, it's a Sophie's choice I know, between yeah. Halloween mm-hmm. and Christmas, Christmas for, for sure. sure. But I will say, I do think there's something really uh, freeing about decorating for Halloween. There's, there's, I just think there's for us, there's just more of like this room for creativity. Yeah. There seems like there's no rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no you rules. can get away with anything. Oh my God. You can get away with like the sloppiest thing and it will look intentional. Right. Which <laughs> is just, it's so wonderful where Christmas, I, I mean, I love Christmas so much. We both do, but I want things to be perfect. You know, I want like all the lights to be perfect. Mm-hmm. We'll spend all this time like zhuzhing the garland and then like, we'll take it down to start all over where it's still fun, but it's like a little more meticulous where Halloween, I do feel like you I don't know. We have that that room for creativity and just to kind of, you know, think really outside of the box. It's a yeah. little more of an uncharted territory when it comes to yeah. when it comes to like the over the top decorating. The whole like Halloween obsession that way has really is a fairly new phenomena. So, uh, yeah, and I, I there's I get seasonal depression after Christmas. <laughs> I really like January is so hard for me just because I get so sad. You know, no, like, I do I'm, too. So there's something also about Halloween where like in the back of my mind, I know Christmas is coming, which like kind of like excites me too. I just feel like from, and we started decorating Halloween in August Uh the past two years. I'm telling you, Jen, it's the best decision of our lives. It's just like, you know, if we can have like four months or five months of the year, just like decorated completely, like why not? 
but yeah. No, it's my just, house is the just, same way. It's like August, like if not July, Halloween is oh, out. And then a lot of times, yes. like work wise, I'll have Christmas out before it's actually Halloween because the house has been oh shot, you know, unless yeah. I'm having a party. I mean, my kids are just like, I don't understand why is Santa here and it's not even Halloween yet. Oh I'm just God. like, get over it, kids. Mommy's got to work. You know, but they're just yeah. like so like seasonally confused. Bless their little hearts. I know. Aww. This year we took down our Halloween decorations on Halloween right, uh, right. to kind of get ready for it. And it was, it's so weird because, you know, we put all this emphasis and then we're like, oh, we're not even like celebrating on the day. But we, I mean, yeah, we celebrate. We celebrated a lot. Yeah, no, and I totally get you about the January. I always say that I get a little bit of, there is that, like, little bit of postpartum, like, oh, like, it's over. Yeah. But but with Marie Kondo fever, I have also been kind of glad to get all the stuff put away. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. have, like, oh, my God, I can, like, see tabletop surfaces. Like, <laughs> yes. this is yeah. crazy. Yeah, there is something refreshing about really taking January or, and just like early winter just to really refresh and kind of like cl- cleanse the space. Yeah. There is something really nice about that. I know. I had to like sage the holidays out of here a little bit. Like, all right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what? what's your favorite holiday to decorate for? You know, it's funny. I, I, I feel a lot like you guys do. Like, I do love the Halloween. And it's funny. A couple years ago, I always thought that I was like the Halloween obsessed person. And then my sister was like you do realize that you probably have just as much Christmas stuff, right? And I was like, no, I don't. Like, clearly I'm a Halloween person. Like, everybody knows I'm a Halloween person. She's like, no, look at your Christmas. So I don't know. I'm kind of like you. Like, I love Halloween, but once it's, like, time to get out Christmas, I think I also know, like, ooh, there's all these new color combination possibilities. And, right. you know, and I think I do like that about, I do love Halloween, don't get me wrong, but I feel like with Christmas, my color options are a little broader because like I mean I try to bring the color into Halloween and I do but you can't you you can't stray so far off that it's like what like what's happening there you know what I mean like a skull can only bring it back to Halloween so much but with Christmas I feel like there's not really any limits to color yeah do you do you still uh just from you know uh you setting up for photo shoots and more for work do you still find joy in decorating always or do you sometimes find it more of a chore you know now you're getting to the deep questions now now who's being interviewed (laughs) for the podcast uh you know it depends on the tree like you know if if it's something I'm like super passionate about I'm like it doesn't matter I'm excited about it but you know I mean I'm not saying there's not the occasional tree where I'm just like Like, I wouldn't have, Mm -hmm. you know, like, this isn't a holiday I would celebrate. But, like, you guys, like, I just try to remind myself, like, I'm thankful that I'm being paid to decorate a tree. Like, that's a pretty awesome job. Like, (laughs) I love to, like, to decorate and put stuff on stuff. So, if somebody's going to pay me to do it, then I'm just going to be thankful all day long. Even if it's uh, an event that I don't really tune into or care about, I'm still, you know, excited. That's awesome. We love that. Try to be right. Try to be positive about it. So here's my last question: How often do you guys like get referred to, not by your you know God given names, not by Andrew and Dennis, but as the crafty lumberjacks? Like I used to have a website called the Naughty Secretary Club, and people would come up to me all the time and be like, "It's the Naughty Secretary." (laughs) Oh my god! And I would be like, "Well, really, my name's Jennifer, but you know, whatever." (laughs) Do y'all get that a lot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get it a lot. Yeah, it'll 
I mean, if it's like if it's in public, it's always when we're looking our worst. Always, like, always. When we're like, I don't know, like picking Just our like teeth or like, it's yeah, like we're the like we're doing something times crazy. And like somebody like crafty lumberjacks, and I'm like ah, like sh- like shocked. shocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also, yeah, I mean, it will be, it, sometimes it actually happens like on the subway. We're like walking out of the subway and somebody's like, Crafty Lumberjacks. Um, yeah, it's always a little shocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think, um, I think it's almost like so normal now for people to refer to other people as their handles. It's true. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's blah, blah, blah. Or like, I, I feel like a lot of people don't know names just from Instagram just because there's so many like things to follow. But yeah, for sure. But I also think now, or now as kind of we, we've been doing more and more, I think people are more confused about the crafty lumberjacks because, you know, we're not really lumberjacks and people <laughs> get confused about what we do. Like our accountant, like is always talking about like, like, love, you know, like building and like, Sound we're like, we don't, yeah, we're like, we don't really do like we do that, of course, in some projects, but we're not lumberjacks. We don't cut down trees or anything <laughs> like that. You know, like they don't understand. So um, it's always a struggle to explain what we do. And you're not like are, selling you know? like maple syrup and plaid shirts <laughs> right. on the yes, side. Yes. Like, got Although it. now you got us thinking. I know. Uh, I'm like, see, like, there's your next side hustle is you yes, start selling that it. stuff. Get your own right. line of this and that. Your own saws. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> you Love should make that. little like s- be... a little lumberjack Christmas tree. One time my kid's That'd first so birthday, cute. my son's very first birthday and my daughter's, I guess it would have been her third. I had a little lumberjacks and Jill's party for them. Uh-huh. And so everything was like lumberjack crazy. I had like a pin the beard on the lumberjack. Like, yes. Oh, that's cute. Oh, I went nuts. So we've been talking about a lumberjack Christmas tree. I think it's, t- I mean, yeah, beyond. yeah, yeah you do. Like, do yeah, that'd be fun. With some buffalo plaid and little wood slices. I can see it yeah. already. I know. I think we just need to start prepping in advance. Get yeah. up on that. Do that thing already. That sounds right? cute. <laughs> I'd be on board. I want to see this tree. All well, right, it's a goal. I know. There it is. There's your goal. I'm going to come back and pressure you guys about <laughs> yes. your lumberjack tree. But in the meantime, thank you so much, both of you guys, for for taking the time to talk to me and hanging out. And now I feel confident about my, my future videos. You guys have just given me all kinds of life lessons. Aww. This was so much fun. Yeah, this, this is was great. So relaxed and just it was chill. Great. And you've, you know, we've been watching you for so long and trying to... Following your footsteps. I know. Next time over queso for sure. Yes. yes. Vegan queso. Exactly. Vegan Come queso. down. I'm going to get you some vegan queso in Texas. Yes. It's going to happen. Oh. Or I'm going to come Love to that. you and then I can get New York. Oh, yeah. Style. We yes. can make it for you. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Whatever. I might come up there. You never know. I'm going to come yes. help you decorate that lumberjack tree. You better. All <laughs> right. Well, you guys, you guys take care and I'll talk to you soon. Thank, Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. I told you they were awesome. Thank you so much to Dennis and Andrew from the Crafty Lumberjacks for taking time to chat with me. I always walk away from each of these interviews so inspired and excited, and this episode in particular has me especially fired up for Crafty World Domination. Creative Queso YouTube channel, I am coming for you. Be sure to follow the Crafty Lumberjacks over on Instagram at Crafty Lumberjacks and on their site, craftylumberjacks.com. And of course, over on YouTube with their HGTV handmade videos. I'd love to hear what you think about this episode or any of our other episodes in the archives. You can always email me, 
jen at creativecaso.com with any thoughts or guest suggestions. If you love this episode, please be sure to screenshot it and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at creativecaso. Feeling crafty and inspired? Don't forget when I'm not podcasting, I'm gluing stuff to stuff, sprinkling glitter, and making kitschy crafts over at jenniferperkins.com and at jenniferperkins on Instagram. Thank you so much to Mariah Gossett for producing this show and putting up with my always being late and last minute. Big Valentine's Day kisses to my husband and the man behind the theme music, Chris Beck. Thank you guys for listening. And remember, reviews in iTunes really matter. It makes my Valentine's Day heart go pitter-patter. Ooh, I made a rhyme.